right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Investment Banking Insights Podcast. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host and I am so thrilled that you're joining me today. This is the show where we're exploring the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking in order to help you on your journey for becoming an investment banker and ultimately a practitioner. And that's the same journey that I'm on. I'm walking here with you (laughs) in 2023 as I'm recording this, studying my technicals, studying my behaviorals, reaching out to, to companies, having these coffee chats, and just learning as much as I possibly can and sharing as much as I possibly can with you, which I love to do. So thank you for joining me. We've been going through all of the financial statements. We looked at the balance sheet, income statement, cash flow statement. Now let's put some things together. This is where things start to get more fun, in my opinion, because we've had some definitions, we've defined some things, and we understand a lot of the basics, at least from the accounting perspective. So let's go ahead and put these things together, because I want you to have a deeper understanding of how these things work together, and it's something that I'm working on myself. So let's go ahead and talk about the balance sheet now. Remember the fundamental law of accounting, which is assets equals liabilities plus shareholders equity assets equals liabilities plus shareholders equity remember the balance sheet has to balance so no matter what transaction the company is making it it has to balance and you can always use that as kind of a guiding light now we talked about the cash flow statement last episode and i want to kind of segue that by saying that the ending cash amount of the business is at the bottom of the cash flow statement. And that amount of cash, remember, it is an asset. So where do assets go? They go on the balance sheet. So that's a connection between the cash flow statement and the balance sheet. You take cash and that always goes at the top of your balance sheet in the asset section. So that's one connection that we can make right there. So let's talk about what happens if things change with your assets What happens if you subtract from an asset account? Let's say that cash leaves the company and your cash amount decreases. What happens next? Well, in order for the balance sheet to balance, remember assets equals liabilities plus shareholders equity, you have to do one of two things. You either have to add the same amount to another asset or you have to subtract the same amount from a liability. So let's say that you have a company that buys some raw materials to make kitchen equipment and you have some cash in the bank and you use it to buy the material from a vendor. So what would happen? Well, your cash would go down because you spent the money. But in this case, your inventory goes up because you received that raw material for the kitchen equipment. So your balance sheet still balances, right? The liability side didn't change in this very simple example, but your asset side changed a little bit. Your cash went down, but your inventory went up the same amount because you bought a certain amount's worth of equipment, of raw material. Now, let's change the scenario slightly. Let's say that you repeat the scenario, but instead of using cash to buy the kitchen equipment, you use a credit account to buy the material from a vendor. Well, cash wouldn't change, right? Because you just use credit. So that doesn't change, but your account's payable would go up when your inventory goes up because you haven't paid the bill yet, but you receive the assets. 
So now you have this new liability that you must account for until you pay the cash to settle the bill. You see what I'm saying? So your cash wouldn't change. Accounts payable goes up because, okay, now you have this money that you owe, but your inventory also goes up. Now, where does inventory sit? It sits on the asset side. So something has to balance it out on the liability side. And guess what? That's your accounts payable. So the balance sheet remains in balance. Now, when you finally settle the bill, what would happen? Cash would leave your account. So that asset goes down. So remember, if your asset goes down, you need your balance sheet to balance. So what's going to happen? Well, your accounts, you already have the inventory, so that's not going to change. You have that just sitting there. So something else has to balance it out. Well, if we go to your liability section, your accounts payable would go down because you settled your bill. So you have something changing on both the asset side and the liabilities and equity side. So those are some examples of the connections here between your balance sheet and your cash flow statement. Because remember, your your cash is an asset, but it's also flowing in and out of the business. Let's explore one other connection here. And this is from the income statement to the balance sheet. This is one of the most fundamental connections, which is net income. Remember net income in the income statement? The purpose of the income statement is to show profit and loss, right? So if a business makes a certain profit, it falls down to what we call the bottom line or the net income. And so that's your profit. Well, what happens to that? It sits somewhere, right? Because you made money, you now have more money in your bank account, and that is an asset to the business. And remember where assets go, they go on the balance sheet. So what happens? Your retained earnings increases when the company makes a profit which also increases your shareholders equity. Remember on the balance sheet, there's the asset side as well as the liabilities plus equity side. This is affecting the equity portion. So remember, if you own stock in a corporation, you're a shareholder. So you as a shareholder would be an owner of the company. So by definition, as a shareholder, you are entitled to the profits and losses of the corporation. And that's reflected in your equity. So if a business makes money and your net income goes up, that flows over to the balance sheet and increases retained earnings, which thereby increases shareholders' equity. You follow me? So that's something that that happens when the business makes money. So that's some connections between, that's one fundamental connection between the income statement and the balance sheet. And then we also covered a connection between the cash flow statement and the balance sheet. Now, what we're going to do next in the next episode is we're going to go through a scenario of what happens when a business makes a sale. How do the statements connect in that kind of scenario? And there's a lot of things that go on. So we're going to get into that in the next episode. But for now, this has been Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason, and I'm your host, and I'll see you next time.